Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I'm really excited about the topic, but also who we're going to be talking with. I'm sure that he needs literally no introduction whatsoever. It's David Avocado Wolf. You've probably either seen him talk or seen him on TV. Um, I don't think anybody in the entire world doesn't know who David Avocado Wolf is. But we've got a really interesting topic to talk about today. So, David, thank you for, uh, first of all, joining us here, but also for bringing this cool new information to us. Thank you so much. And Donna, great to hear your voice. And it's been a while since we've seen each other. It's always great to be reunited. I feel the same way. I think everyone always says our energy is great together. Remember we did the video for uh, the Veggie Bullet? Yes, that's right. The Veggie Bullet back a couple few years back. And that was so fun. I think that was the last time we did a thing together. It is the last time. But I got a lot of people telling me what a great energy we had. So that was fun. I think it's because we both love what we're doing and and we're definitely of like mind. So Agreed. When you're passionate about what you do and what you love, that's that that activates interest in others. And, mm-hmm. and as you know, and I th- think we both agree on this, this is one of the best things you could be doing for your health is to do what you love. Definitely. And I think even though this COVID situation, so this is being recorded in the time of this COVID epidemic, for anyone that listens, um, I think that uh, definitely there, we, you know, it's scary. We don't know really what the future is. And I'm not one of those people that is out of a job. So I've got to coming at this from a different perspective, but um, I really feel there's a lot of benefit to slowing down. This COVID thing has slowed many people, our lives down, and, and it's good for us. We're starting to realize we were on a uh, merry-go-round and couldn't get off. That, that has been what I've been on for sure. I mean, I, Don, I'd spent years trying to get off the road, literally years. Like, okay, this is going to be the year I'll finally get off the road. And it actually happened finally this year, and everything fell into place, and it just kind of very smoothly landed me at home for months and months and months without even ever leaving. I live in the woods. So, you know, I have it easy. I I don't have to leave the property, but I didn't leave the property for months and it was so good. I was elated. No, I think you're speaking for a lot of people, but that's not coming out. You know, they just hear the bad side of this. Do you, do you, can you grow your own food there? Yeah, we grow our own food and we make a lot of fun things and a lot of things that you know, really is generated from you know your great work over the years. We ferment a lot of things. We make a lot of apple cider vinegar and plum vinegar. And because we're up in in Canada, we, we you know we have that long winter where we get to figure out how to ferment things and and make vinegars and all this fun stuff. So it's been it's been really good because I landed there at the end of the winter and got to be there the whole way through the meltdown and right into spring and be with the animals. And it was literally heaven. It was, it was a heavenly experience. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm feeling for everybody what they're going through, but I'm just so glad that I finally got off the road and it probably saved me. I have to say. Yeah, I totally can understand that. I, I mean, I, I maybe say ditto on that too. Um, same thing. I just, just every year I'd say, this is it. I'm not going to keep the stress up because I know, <laughs> and as you do that, Stress is extremely damaging. You can be eating all the best things, even getting a good night's sleep. You can't even sleep well if you're stressed out. So, yeah, this was the stress thing is to me at the top of the list. If you can conquer your stress, you are well on your way to being healthy. Agreed. Definitely. We, we share that for sure. So in your bio, I didn't read the bio, everybody, but it's amazing bio. <laughs> I want to talk about parts of it. So it says you're a gourmet chocolatier and an organic and biodynamic farmer and a beekeeper and you grow vanilla. Where do you grow and where are the bees and 
where is the organic farming and where are you making the chocolate? Great. Okay. Well, I have two organic farms, one in Canada, in Ontario, Northern Ontario, and one in Hawaii. And my farm in Hawaii is also a certified biodynamic farm. And that's where we grow vanilla and chocolate and other tropical plants that, that we love so much. And a lot of the, of the time that I spend is, you know, split between those two spots. So for a long time, I would go from Hawaii to California, you know, across to Utah, wherever I was doing events, Texas, and then gradually work my way up through to, to maybe even Florida, then New York, and then come back over to Ontario. And then I'd be there for a few weeks. And then I'd go back again. And I just went back and forth like that for years. And, uh, and it was great because I, we set the foundation for those beautiful farms to be able to grow our own food. And, and now everything's mature because I've been in both those spots for 15 years. The chocolate factory is actually still in California, although we do manufacture a lot of chocolate products on directly on my farm in Hawaii. We have the big equipment in California just because, you know, it's, it's a big deal to get all that stuff onto a boat and get it over to Hawaii. And then we have to get the power generators and all that to, to make it all go in our little farm out there in the middle of nowhere. So that's, that's why we're still in California. So it's called sacred chocolate. Why did sacred you make that? It will chocolate is sacred. Ch- chocolate is a, is a sacrament. And we, if you remember how it was, you know, before we, you and I came on the scene, I mean, chocolate had been converted into like poison, basically. Mm-hmm. You remember how much Thank sugar you. and just horrendous processing. And when we came along in, into the scene, it really was my experiences in Maui, I think, that that changed me and my perception of chocolate because I stopped eating chocolate as a teenager because it was like candy. You know, we, we didn't eat candy, so we just didn't eat mm-hmm. it. But then somebody fed me a cacao bean and, and a little, you know, a little um, voice came on and was like, oh, what is this? This is like, imagine your whole life you had almond powder, almond butter, almond oil, but then somebody came one day and said, here's an actual almond. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened for me with chocolate. I was like, whoa, this is, this is what an actual chocolate nut actually is. Or then they called them cocoa beans. The real word is cacao, which we've been successful in reinvigorating all over the world, that original word cacao, C-A-C-A-O, which is the nut that all chocolate is made out of. And it's been a love and a passion ever since, you know, it's been about 20 years now with the, with the raw chocolate revolution and just getting people back to unsweetened, unprocessed chocolate. Well, you definitely started that entire revolution. But where did you get the name David Avocado Wolf instead of David Cocoa or cacao or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, I go by avocado cacao is is my, and I go by actually avocado noni cacao is my other name, but avocado is from, yeah, I grew up in, uh, I'm originally from New York, New Jersey, and my dad's from New York city, um, from Brooklyn. He's born and bred there. And when I was a young kid, we came to California in 1977 my uncle, my uncle worked for Food Maker, who was a. They were a division of Ralston Purina Corporation in St. Louis, where my uncle was originally. Where he landed from. My my mom and and um, his and her brothers are all from Iran originally. They they came from Tehran in the late fifties, early sixties. My dad's an American. My mom's Persian. And oh, I didn't know that. They landed in Missouri. And my mom and dad met in medical school, actually, in Missouri, because my dad went from New York to Kirksville, Missouri, and that's where he became a doctor. Anyway, so it was the initial job that my uncle had with Ralston Purina Corporation in St. Louis eventually transferred him to the head of food maker in San Diego, which made all the food for jack-in-the-box restaurants, the fast food restaurants. So that's what I grew up with. My uncle worked. He was the head of quality control for jack-in-the-box for like 25 years and we spent 
you know, all our summers with my uncle out there in California from 77 on until we finally moved to California ourselves. But we, we turned his backyard into an orchard and, and that's where I started planting avocados and that's where I got the name from. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Of course, I've never asked. But did you also say Noni? And Noni, yeah. When I came to Hawaii for the first time and I found out what Noni was all about, everybody just thought I was just completely nuts because Noni smells like a – just imagine trying to eat a dirty, stinky, smelly shoe. That's what Noni's like. <laughs> I've never had it like in that form. I've had it's, it. It's fermented, so, you know, I love it. And it's, I, I went to Tahiti. Well, I actually stayed on a Noni farm in Tahiti once and got to appreciate it, but also noticed that every single person in, in Tahiti always had some every morning, like just a little bit. And they said, you don't need much and you shouldn't have too much. From then on, I started taking it. And I have a really interesting story because um, somebody that was you know, following me had taken courses and all her boyfriend ended up with um, oh, this terrible uh, condition. Oh, gosh, it literally popped out of my mind. But uh, you go into the hospital, it comes upon you all of a sudden and your whole body is paralyzed. And so they didn't know if he was going to be that way for a really long time. And for some reason, I, uh, she was telling me this in the health food store and I went over and picked up a bottle of this Noni and uh, said, give this to him and don't let him have anything else but this. And she did. And she took two bottles, actually. And, and in days, he was completely well. And I don't even know what made me do that, um, give, you know, say to do that. But it worked. And, oh, Gillian Barr. Gillian Barr, oh, Gillian Barr condition. Yeah, right? disease, yeah. yes. It's a really bad condition. But I never forgot that. That was in my early Noni days. Wow. And so I always keep some in my refrigerator, and I just splash it in things. And it doesn't really taste that bad to me. I mean, I, I don't remember even smelling bad, but... It's one of those really special medicinal plants that no one ever talks about anymore. It's really phenomenal. It's, you know, because of we're in, we're in the jungle in Hawaii. I mean, we live, you know, the old Hawaiian way and, and we're not like in a town really. We're just in, you know, distant farmland behind us is a massive jungle. That's pretty much impenetrable. I mean, it's like so swampy and intense. It's like quicksand in there. It gets that full on. And it, right there in that region was where the Hawaiians grew kukui, which is their tattoo plant. They also use that as an oil plant so they could light their um, lanterns with it. And then we grew and they grew noni there and breadfruit. And there's still those plants there. And so when I got that farm, I wanted to call it noni land, but I didn't really realize it. Like, whoa, there's like already a hundred noni trees already on this land. And we had so much noni, but you know, in the old days we were like, okay, noni, fermented noni, which is what we've been talking about, you know, where you just let it ferment and mm -hmm. it becomes like a vinegar. That's what's called noni juice. It's really not a juice. It's a vinegar. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful tonic. And when I'm in Hawaii, we drink it every morning, like you were mentioning, but you know, when we were younger. We're like, we got to eat this thing like an apple. Let's just bite into it. And I got to tell you that thing, it's a brutal process to try to chew through a noni. It's extremely <laughs> acrid. Um, I mean, it almost tastes like eating a dirty shoe. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, but you know, these are the, these are the fun things that you get into. And, and somehow I just love noni so much from the, you know, cause every part of the tree is amazing. The leaves are, we eat the leaves all the time. We like quickly do a stir fry of the leaves. We eat the flowers, the bees are getting a lot of their honey from the from the noni flowers. And so all those other parts of it, the root, the noni root is an incredible, um, it's an incredible painkiller. It's actually oh, really? considered more powerful as a painkiller than morphine. 
I mean, that's, you know, no one needs to just make, play, like, make it into a tea if you can get, get mm-hmm. any We'll make it into teas or we'll extract it in alcohol. We'll throw it in alcohol, let's sit there a couple months and then drink it. Mm-hmm. It's wow. very, very powerful and potent. And I just love the whole tree. I mean, everything about this tree just speaks to me. And that's, that's why I've been such an advocate for this plant. And it's like the super medicine of the tropics. Every part of it's going to give you something interesting. For example, the leaves, like the leaf tea, can increase the duration of endurance in animals by up to three times. Wow. Can people get that if they don't have a tree in their backyard? It's hard to get it. You know, I, I had spent a lot of years selling noni leaf tea on the internet. Maybe I'll get back into it. Um, mm. But it's one of those things that like, you know, for when I had a certain crew there and they like to make it and like for five years, we sold noni tea on the internet. And then we, that, you know, that one of the gals, she got married and now she has this beautiful baby and they live down the street, but we don't do that product anymore because she's not there. You know, that's what happens in business. As you know, you get into certain things and certain things mm-hmm. fall off. And people probably didn't understand. I mean, it would, uh, I, I didn't know that. I just knew that the fermented one was good. I knew nothing about the tea. Do you um, think it would be something to take right now with uh, people yes. so concerned about their immune yes. system? Absolutely. Because it's lungs. The reason why the noni leaf has such a powerful effect is because it is a lung fortifier, almost unmatched. I've never seen anything that can, can increase endurance. The only thing that's close is cordyceps. That's the only thing that's close. Wow. Cordyceps yeah. also because the ACE2 receptor, right? It protects the ACE2 receptor. And we know now about the ACE2 receptor with coronavirus that there's a protective mechanism in cordyceps. And actually when I was talking to um, Dr. Judy Mikovits, she really mm-hmm. was talking about cordyceps and the ACE2 receptor and coronaviruses and how important it is to take cordyceps to protect yourself. But Noni Leaf has that also, I'd say even stronger, which is just astounding, but that's my position. Wow. This is really great to know. And it's also a great lead in to what, we were, what I thought we were originally mostly and only going to talk about. And that is a new type of silver called coated silver, not colloidal for everybody that thinks it's the same thing. It's not at all. So I, I, I've been asking people, have you heard of coated silver? Nobody has. And also when I've asked that question, I found out they really didn't know very much about colloidal silver. So if you don't mind, let's start with some real basic, uh, something you think everybody should know, but what is colloidal silver and then what is coated silver and how are they different and, and, would you say that during this really weird time where people are really, really worried about, you know, the COVID and, you know, I mean, this is going to, it's come, it's going to go. There are going to be plenty of other viruses coming down the road after this one. So I think this is good that people have, this is waking people up and making them realize how important their immune system is. And, and also, you know, not to rely on drugs, they rely on themselves yeah. and finding things that they can do to strengthen their body. Yes. Um, so yes, let's, let's talk about, colloidal silver and coated silver and i'll just let you run with it for a while okay so silver has to do with the metal the great it's like the queen of all metals gold is the king and and silver is the queen and as a metal silver is the most conductive metal in the world so if we're going to make wires you know we usually make wires out of copper because copper is cheaper but very conductive silver is almost no resistance so silver is actually better for wires than copper is and and silver is involved in numerous electronics almost every electronic even the electronics using right now your computer your phone or your tablet has silver in it so it's a strategic metal it's a very important metal but interestingly for thousands of years humans have noticed that it has antimicrobial effects 
is, for example, let's say you had a barrel of water and you're going across the plains and it's 150 years ago of North America and you wanted to keep your water from spoiling, what you would do is you throw your, your silver coins in the water and just that emanations, just the small ions coming off those silver coin, coins would prevent microbes from building up, for example, algae or bacteria from building up in your water so you could keep it pure longer. And the antimicrobial effect eventually came under heavy um, research and, and was really in the last hundred years, we, now we understand what it's, what it's doing. So the, the silver ion, interestingly, particularly targets the respiratory mechanism of microbes that are anaerobic. And that's interesting. Now, that's not to say that silver ions couldn't kill aerobic bacteria. They can if there's too many of them in one place. And that's one of the reasons why today you hear mixed things about colloidal silver because colloidal silver, all they're doing there is they're taking silver wire from one, say, one part of a, of a aqueous solution to another part. And so the two silver wires have a current running between them and what's between them is the water. And so that spits off certain ions of silver into the water. And you can get a colloidal silver of 15 parts per million or 20 parts per million or you know, 35 parts per million. If you're very clever and you're really good at it, you might be able to get up to 200 parts per million of colloidal silver in water. And that's a very good antibiotic. For example, you cut yourself really badly. There's nothing else around. You got colloidal silver, boom, you can throw it right on there and it will protect you from a harmful infection getting in there. And that's probably the best medicinal use of colloidal silver. But in our health food movement, Donna, you know how you know we always love to play around with these things. So for many years, I experimented with brushing my teeth with colloidal silver, always with topical infections. It was very effective. But I did notice that if I drank it, I would get a microbiome reaction, like my healthy bacteria or something would be irritated by it if I had too much. And that's that dynamic between the amount of ions necessary, necessary to kill off anaerobic harmful bacteria or organisms like viruses are also anaerobic and on the other side of that the healthy material the healthy bacteria and also healthy viruses there are healthy viruses and exosomes so what that that problem there of just being able to decide okay how how much is too much it eventually led to a lot of research in, in the field and eventually they realized that if you just leave the silver in too strong of a concentration it clumps together and it's that clumping that has the negative effect. When it's ionized and kind of isolated, silver is very effective, very good, does not affect the microbiome. It's a great product. But when it wants to come back and clump, and you know what, I want to just mention why it wants to clump because that's the nature of these metals. Like copper, the reason why we make copper wire is because the copper ions like to grip each other. They like to clump with each other. The reason why we have gold as gold chains and gold coins and the gold likes to stick to itself, that's the nature of metals. Um, that clumping is the kind of issue that we're talking about. And with silver in the scientific research is called aggregation. And silver will aggregate, and when it does, it can affect your healthy microbiome. So drinking colloidal silver became something that after a while I was like, I don't know, I don't think this is, doesn't feel right, and, and definitely the scientific literature supports that position. Now, 
Is that what causes the gray skin? Because that is one thing uh, silver is known for. The gray skin or blue skin. And now that's caused by, that can cause that, but you need salts involved. You you need halogens involved to combine with the silver. So for example, let's say I was taking colloidal silver and suddenly I took um, a lot of, I don't know, fluoridated water. The, 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 they can combine the silver and fluoride would combine with each other. Silver chloride is very well known as being the origin of all photography because that was the emulsion that you used to capture the photographic black and white imagery. And so that was probably one of the biggest uses of silver historically was the way it was used in, in photography until obviously now we're in the digital age. We don't, we don't use that. And that also tells us something alchemical about silver that silver is able to pick up impressions as you know there's certain things to be said about the noble elements like gold and silver and copper even though we think of those things today as like oh that's just the wire for my computer or that's just a coin um they have a lot of interesting other properties and this antimicrobial property of silver is one of them eventually at clarkson university is a professor there who i eventually became friends with who had figured out how to keep metals like copper or silver from clumping with each other. And he wasn't the first to figure it out. I'm sure from reading alchemical books going back hundreds of years that over the years, various different alchemists had figured this out too, that if you could isolate the silver ion and not allow it to get to its neighbor, then the effect of the silver could be improved and you wouldn't have a negative side effect on the microbiome of having that aggregation or clumping of too much silver together. And that eventually led to a breakthrough of using polysaccharides as the medium to keep the silver ions from touching each other. And that became called coated silver. So it's coated with polysaccharides, which are long chain sugars, like what you'd find in aloe vera or medicinal mushrooms, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And then of Mm. course, noni is very well known for having polysaccharides in it as well. And what are the benefits of polysaccharides? Why would anyone want them? Okay. So polysaccharides are food for white blood cells. And that's such an amazing discovery. So for example, let's just take a common polysaccharide like beta-glucans. We may have heard of beta-glucans. Beta-glucans is a long chain sugar that your white blood cells look at and go, oh, there's food. And they can dice up those polysaccharides or those beta-glucan chains into useful weaponry in the cell. And this is an important thing about nutrition, and I love bringing it up because it's a very cool idea. Is like, yeah, you can get away without polysaccharides, but your immune system weaponry isn't as good. You can get away with not having carotenoids in your diet, but your immune system weaponry is not as good, right? We can get away with with uh, nutrition deficiencies for a while, but that's not necessarily the best position to be in, as you know, because we want to make sure that we have all of our genes activated and we have all our cells activated and everything and they have the tools necessary to do the job that they're supposed to do like protect our our body in the case of our immune system so i really locked onto the polysaccharide coated silver because it made sense now that's not the only coated silver that exists there's other coated silvers that use polymers synthetic polymers that are used in electronics and that kind of use but the but the polysaccharide use and its research was so fascinating to me that I became hooked. And, and I was like, you know what? This is something I'm willing to really try and really get into. And so that's what I was doing. I was just using it on myself for a, maybe a year. And then finally, I was like, this product is, I don't, even, I don't even know any comparable product to what this is. 
like, for example, you know how you're familiar with um, dragon's blood, Donna. Do you know the herb dragon's blood from the Amazon that if you cut somebody, if somebody gets a real bad cut and you want to seal it off, you could put dragon's blood in it, hold the tissue together, and it's almost like stitches. You familiar mm-hmm. with that herb? That's coming. That comes from the uh, Amazon jungle, right? Right. It's an Amazonian. Yeah. It's it a has another sap. name too. Does it have another name? Yeah. Well, it's called it's called uh, Sagre de Grotto. Ah, that's it. Yeah. It's another mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and I'm yep. sure you've seen it. You know, in, in all our health food travels, we you, you can't be you know mm-hmm. too too. Um, you don't miss much. Anyway, so this this property is something that coated silver has like if you have a serious wound and you get that in there and then you can get to you know better treatment or better care it almost seals the wound off it's better than anything i've ever seen and i thought so, you know so just you that, can use it topically yes very effective i was gonna i had made a list of questions and that was one of them and you could i use it to brush my teeth with so for example last night i put i, I have some spring water that we got at a local spring and i have a little spray bottle for my silver and so i put maybe, I don't know, it's maybe four ounces of water in there. And I put a strong concentration of coated silver in there for brushing my teeth, stronger than I drink. Normally I'm going to drink one drop a day with the two or three liters of water that I drink in a day. You know, that's just for, because two I want three the liters. energy. That's, that's a lot of water. That's a good um, two quarts. Yeah. Two, yeah. Um, that's even more than that. It's like, it's like more than, I usually drink about two and a half to three liters of water a day, but that's summertime. You know, that's what you got to do. So just one drop in two liters of water. Yes. Yep. And by the way, that will, if you're a spring water person like me, I always go to these springs. If you put one drop of silver in there, that will kill off any bacteria, any plankton, algae, anything in minutes. Mm -hmm. It's it's like iodine in that way. It's a very good antiseptic for water. And if you want to keep water, for a period of time, let's say I'm going to get spring water and I want to keep it for two weeks, then I might put one drop of silver into, in that case, five gallons. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that'd be a good survival thing to do. You know, you have to stock up on water if you have a hurricane coming. I live in right. Charleston and we almost every summer uh, expect a hurricane or two. So you have to, you have to stock up on water. And, and this is one of the reasons why I was thinking, you know, like, there's a community of preppers. You know, we now hear more of them mm-hmm. after the COVID stuff. We we're hearing mm-hmm. more about preppers, but they're, they're, a lot of them are customers of mine. And so I thought, you know what? I, this is a very good thing for that use for people who like want to stockpile water, want to stockpile supplies or, or medical supplies for, you know, somebody gets injured. This is because it's so small. I mean, you've seen how small that bottle is. Like a five milliliter bottle gives you 83 drops, which in a year, when I first got into this, in a year, I used one bottle and I was like, geez, just one bottle in a year. And I was using it pretty liberally and I could well, easily transport it. Yeah. It's tiny. Definitely. Definitely. You can stick it in your pocket and it goes anywhere. But um, so when you sent me a little bottle, I thought, gosh, this is the tiniest little bottle I've ever seen. And for something, you know, I expected it to be definitely four or five times that size. And then I thought, you know, it's just like, it's, I'm going to run out of it <laughs> tomorrow, practically. So, and then I started, you know, reading some of the material that you sent over. And I thought, gosh, I, I have a million. The more I read, the more questions came up in my mind. But I'm just going to put it up front right now that it's expensive little tiny bottle. It's $137 for that small bottle. But it is amazing. And so, um, you know, people have to make choices today. Like, I think people are more concerned than ever about spending their money and, and I think one of the places they're wanting to put their willingly willing to put their money is 
into something that's really effective. And that's why I want you to give us all the details you can about this because um, it's well worth the money. And yes, it's a tiny little bottle, but like you said, it goes really, really far. I've been putting one drop just in a little bit of water and drinking it because I've had this long ongoing chronic infection, uh, lung infection that it goes away sometimes, I think, and then it'll reappear. But I'm so busy that I hardly have time sometimes to take care of me and deal, you know, do things uh, consistently. That's my biggest problem. So um, we're so similar like that. <laughs> we're yeah. so similar like that. Yeah, and I, I, I've, I have to, you like you, we have to discipline ourselves to like take care of myself, stop running around, do this, yeah. do that. And I, I get that. And, and it's, it's, it's challenging um, because, you know, you, I mean, I spent a lot of years selling off my best products, even, even I didn't even have it. I would sell off the ones I had that were for me. I was like, no, this person wants, I'll just sell it to them. You know, yeah, because- it means you all forget to rent, I'll run out and forget to order and then get some to myself. And I think, uh oh, but I know it's exactly like that. We take care of better care of other people than we do ourselves, but this is an easy one. Gosh, you know, I thought I just, now I have a routine to put one drop in some water because if I'm going to start going to change that because I'm, I'm using, I'm going to put a lot more water in now and make it up like in the morning or something, just have it around. Cause I didn't realize I thought I wanted a real concentrated. I was thinking, yeah. okay, I wanted to work yeah. on my lungs. Is, but, is that but, true? Like if you put it in a lot of water, it's not going to do the same job as a concentrated. So I put it in like maybe uh, six ounces of water. As long as, you, as long as it's getting into your body over time, it's going to, th- let me explain a little bit about coated silver versus colloidal silver. This is very interesting. First of all, the coated silver is 20,000 parts per million silver in that bottle. Whereas you would never find a product in a health food store that's above 35 parts per million. So 20,000 versus 35 parts per million. But when you're looking at like a sovereign silver type of product, even though they'll say on the bottle, say 10 parts per million or 15 parts per million or 20 parts per million, we've tested it. And a lot of times it's only four parts per million or three. So really with one single drop, typically you're getting more than a, than a silver product, a colloidal silver product, one single drop of coated silver. And by the way, it's coated like you're wearing a coat, um, you know, like C-O-A-T-E-D. With one drop of coated silver, you're typically getting more silver than you would in a four ounce bottle of of colloidal silver. And I'm being generous. I, I, I can say for sure that I, we've tested colloidal silvers on the market where in 64 ounces of that colloidal silver, you would not get as much as one drop of what you get with coated silver. So from it's a amazing. financial perspective, it's way better of an investment because you get way more concentration. Now, what's interesting also in the difference, and this comes from the professor who actually invented um, coated silver and his research, and we spoke the other day, I'm trying to get him on a recorded call. He's very, he's so much in industry and electronics, he doesn't like to talk to people in the health food industries because they're do, not scientific not, enough. Oh, but he, did he not realize the value of this? Just- no, he knows. He, he's absolutely aware, but his, it's his peers. You know, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you get into that level of science, a lot of times it's like, you can't, why are you talking to health food people? This is, you know, this mm-hmm. is about science. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those weird things about 
every, you know, it's like you, you belong to that golf club. So now you can't talk to these people over here. It's one of those things. Anyway, we had a wonderful conversation. And what he was telling me is that their research on the digestive cascade with, with colloidal silver is very interesting. Almost all colloidal silver, when it hits your digestive enzymes, when it hits your hydrochloric acid or hits your digestive environment, it's used up and boom, it's eradicated right there on the spot. So it can never actually penetrate deeply into the tissues of your body because it's all turned to salts immediately. Um, whereas coated silver, because it's coated and layered in polysaccharides, is piecemealed out. So some gets used up in the beginning, then it works its way deeper into your system, then more gets used up, then it goes deeper in your system, and more gets used up. So, and, and it's resisting at every step being turned into a salt. So it's resisting the argyria, which is turning gray or turning blue. Um, through all the various stages. And, and they even found, this is fascinating too, that normally with colloidal silver, you don't take colloidal silver with iodine at the same time because they combine to form a salt. But we can't say that. I mean, I tell people to take coated silver away from iodine, but from a strictly scientific perspective, there's no evidence that coated silver interacts with iodine when you take it at the same time. And that's a very, very big discovery right there because that is one of the major things about colloidal silver is, you know, there's things you can't take it with. Mm, and that was uh, one, of my questions. One, one of the main ones. Well, so can you take this? Um, okay, let's say you've got this water made up with one drop in it. You've got your two liters of water. You've got one drop in it. And now you're going to drink it through the day, but you even um, are eating. You have food in your stomach. Is that okay? Does it help yes. the digestion or slow down it, digestion or it doesn't interfere it's so you know the molecules are so small that it doesn't interfere with digestion and they're coated so they go they digest as polysaccharides now that allows your body to absorb and it's the reason why i kind of went for polysaccharides is because your polysaccharides once they absorb that's a kind of a preferential food and nutrient for certain areas of your body like joints connective tissue, but also your immune system and your immune cells. And these are areas, if we're really paying attention, these are areas where we have big problems today, right? Arthritis, joint problems, eczema, psoriasis, surrounding the joint because of deep viral fungal problems that have penetrated the joint. And I'm sure you're familiar with those kind of chronic cases. And mm -hmm. and this is one of the areas where, you know, we see obviously autoimmune. Um, what is anti-autoimmune? Beta-glucans, things that are dual directional, that modulate immunity, that it's a polysaccharide. And so I wanted to target directly. That's one of the reasons why we selected the, again, a, I, we could use proteins, we could use peptides, and that's, those are options for coated silvers, and they work. But I like the polysaccharides because it drives the molecules to where we need it the most, which is places we're susceptible, especially immune system, immune system cells, connective tissue, nerve tissue, and that's why I, you know, I've become such an advocate for that style of coated silver in the health food industry. Again, in other worlds, you know, in, in um, electronics, they're using artificial polymers to coat the silver, and and those are effective in that industry. But I don't want to eat that, <laughs> of course. Mm -hmm. Well, who should be? Who would you recommend taking coated silver? Anybody who has a long-standing. Um, condition like a chronic condition like and by the way for you what would be very effective and would neutralize your situation within a couple of days is to just take a drop of coated silver put it in four to six ounces of water and then mix it up a little bit and then put that into an essential oil diffuser or a nebulizer 
mm-hmm. or a humidifier. And by the way, you can put this silver into a humidifier. It will not clog it up. I know that humidifiers say don't put silver in this in this device, but you can put coated silver into that device. And what will happen is fascinating is that you can breathe it in and you can neutralize the infection right there at the lung surface with the silver. And that's one of the main ways that I'm recommending that people use silver to protect their lungs. Well, I'm very glad you brought that up. It was actually a question I had. Um, I believe right now that everybody should have a nebulizer in their home. And I, I got one myself. It had to have a prescription. So I got my friend who's a doctor to, to you know, get it for me. But, um, but you can get them, I think, on Amazon. So, so you just put it in some water, put a little essential oil. Do you have a favorite oil you would put in for the lungs? Oh, I, well, you know, I'm a frankincense person just because yep, you you are. Know, I, I, <laughs> that's, you know, always going to be my go-to. And I like lemon and lime essential oils. I like the eucalyptols and, you know, that group of essential oils, melaleuca, those kinds of things. But personally, it's so effective by itself. You could just put, instead of putting any essential oil in that diffuser at all, you just put water and, and a, it's a ratio of about four to six ounces of water to one drop of the coated silver. And if there's some residue of essential oils in your diffuser, don't worry about it. No big deal. And then when it's, when it's misting, breathe that right in. Just breathe it right into your lungs and watch what happens. So you're recommending it for somebody who's already got a problem with their lungs. What about protecting your lungs? Okay, so one of my main customers for this product are health professionals, and especially mm-hmm. with the whole COVID situation when it first came, you know, everyone was like, "What?" Like, I'm a I'm a nurse, I'm a doctor, I've got to mm-hmm. be on the front lines. I'm dealing with emergency room people every day. What do I got to do? And I was like, "Okay, one drop every day as protective. If you feel anything coming on, or you feel you were exposed, four to six drops that day, not all at once. You can break it up into, you know." three or four glasses of water throughout the day, but four to six. Now we know for sure with the, with, we, we donated a thousand bottles to a hospital in Mexico in Tijuana actually where they were having real problems. I mean, I know, you know, I had people going to hospitals in Los Angeles and they weren't filled to the brim and there wasn't this, you know, the, the scare that they thought they were going to get. But I have to tell you, honestly, in Mexico, there was a big problem going on during this COVID, especially in the beginning. And we went in there with the doctors and the nurses and they were doing four to six drops. We found that if they were really getting hit hard, then six drops. And it would usually neutralize it within 24 hours, you know, whatever they're getting, because they get exposed to a lot of stuff, including this latest stuff. So, and I have a signed affidavit from those doctors, by the way, um, of the effectiveness in their own use. Did they actually get sick and it helped them get well, or did they, it just prevented them because everyone around them was sick? Right. It prevents, but let's say you start going, uh-oh, I'm starting to get like sore throat. Uh-oh, I'm starting mm-hmm. to get like a feeling like I'm, I'm going to get a cough. You know how you mm-hmm. can get those warning signs. And mm-hmm. so that's when we were like, look, you got it every three hours, four hours, drink another drop, just take another drop. We found out that six is enough, six in a day, six drops, and it would neutralize it within 24 hours. And, wow. and they were willing to sign an affidavit to that, actually. So I have that as well. It's very interesting, this, this, uh, you know, this, this world that we're in right now, because anti, there's so much antibiotic-resistant staff in hospitals, mm-hmm. as you know, and all these other things, mm-hmm. that doctors are scared. I mean, I, I don't blame them. And nurses. Yeah, yeah. It's a dangerous place to go into a hospital. I, um, I've got some interesting research on uh, some new fungus that's in there, and uh, I often wonder if... These people are not dying. It, attack, it attacks the lungs, by the way. And I um, wonder sometimes, is it really COVID or is it this other fungal infection that they're now 
that's popping up in hospitals okay. all over. I, but do, I, I think the same. It could be other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because if you go in a hospital and you die, like my friend, her, uh, her, her friend, I, I don't know them directly, but they had a really, really old grandfather, like he was 90 something and he was going to die. So he did die, and then they put him down as a COVID death. But they were very angry about that because he just really died of old age. But that's what they put down. And I think there's a lot of misreporting, and the numbers are terribly off. And uh, But, of course, the good thing about that is, that, like I said earlier on, is that people are now turning to – uh, you know, to, to their immune system and they're learning what can I do to protect myself? And we need to know that anyway, no matter what. So, so for people um, that are sick or that for protection, what if you're pregnant? Can you take it as a pregnant mother? Great question. We don't have any research on that. So I'm going to say no, it is a nanomaterial. And that means that it can get into the umbilical cord. So in, because we don't have the research, we don't have enough science behind it, well, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say no. Now, I know breastfeeding mothers who have been uh, – even though people are breastfeeding, I'll say no. I know breastfeeding mothers who have done it anyway, and mm-hmm. they, they haven't reported any problems breastfeeding. So I'm, I'm a little bit you know, more lenient with that one. But with mm-hmm. pregnancy, we just don't have enough data on pregnant women and even pregnant animals with coated silver. We do have strong research from the U.S. Air Force – of coated silver against viruses, um, especially aggressive viruses like hemorrhagic fever viruses, that it's very effective for that kind of thing. But, you know, when you're developing an embryo and, and you've got silver ions of this size being introduced into the growth environment, we just don't know. We know uh, women, I, I breastfed my kids for quite a while, and um, I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding for many reasons, including, you know, the nutrition and all, which is what you always hear about, but even just the emotional, emotional bonding. But I developed a, um, bre- a breast infection, and it was so painful. Um, from, and I was young and dumb and didn't know anything like I know today, but... Um, you know, so of course they just give you an antibiotic for it. Well, that's affecting the baby in a negative way. I would take oh this God. in two seconds over uh, taking an antibiotic for my baby because they're still continuing on to nurse. They have to, you know. Right. And uh, so, yeah, so this, I, I would recommend it for that, frankly. But it seems to me like it would be pretty easy to test it because you can take a cow or a goat that's feeding her baby and uh, give it to her and just see if yeah. that's proving to be safe in the milk or whatever. It'd be interesting. To, I think you should test that because I, I do believe we're that. Definitely, yes. We're definitely on to test that uh, in animals. And, and eventually I want to get more human studies done. We have three really good human studies done so far. It's just a step-by-step thing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> yeah. it's so, so new. You can do. Like, how long have you been selling it now? I've been selling it for about two years. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. I'm very glad you called me and said, I want to tell you about this coated silver because I did not know anything about it. And like you said, I should know everything. I, I, I know a lot, but I missed this one. When I first heard about it, I didn't believe it. You know, that's my first reaction to it was a friend of mine was like, oh, no, you got to talk to the scientist. He's a very interesting guy. You got to check this out. And I was like, come on, 20,000 parts per million. That's not possible because I'd had friends who are making, who are very skilled scientists, some of the best I know in the world, who are making me 900 part per million colloidal silver. And I just didn't believe it was possible to improve that. You know, I thought that that's like, come on, that's a once in a one per one scientist in the world can pull that off. But I was wrong. Well, how about with food? I don't know if we answered that question. I still have that question in my mind anyway. Like, let's say I'm having dinner. Would I, would it be as effective if I 
drink some in my tea or what should I do it on an empty stomach? I think it's better to do it on an empty stomach because then it absorbs deeper. But, but uh, having said that, we do have some research that it, it's not interacting with food particles significantly. So some layer of the coated silver will be, will be exposed to the food particles. There's going to be some bacteriological action, enzymatic action, and that's going to activate some of the silver ions. But many of them will work their way all the way through with the food and, and get into your body anyway. So I was, my feeling initially was, you probably shouldn't do this with food, but talking to the scientists behind this, they're actually saying, well, it's not, doesn't really interact that much with food. And I was like, okay, that's not my, my prejudice, but okay, I'll listen to what you have to say. If it gets down into the colon though, um, is it affecting the microbes in there? Or in the small intestine, let's say you, you have SIBO or SIFO right. and you would and, want and, it to kill. Yeah, I don't know the you know SIBO is such a specific condition. I don't know the effect of coated silver on SIBO. That's something that needs to be researched, and that study needs to be done. Um, I know people who have SIBO who take coated silver, and they keep taking it and they like it. But I can't. You know how SIBO is very specific to the person too, right? Like one person can do certain things, but the other person can't. So I can't just make a general statement about SIBO with coated silver for that reason, because it's certain, and it also depends on what stage of SIBO you're in too. Mm -hmm. Well, I think too, that some of the um, time when people have SIBO, it can be a beneficial bacteria. It's just moved up into the wrong place. So Mm -hmm. if the uh, coated silver isn't harming the beneficial bacteria, it's not going to get rid of that one, the good one up in the small intestine, but it sounds to me like it would definitely help it if it were a pathogenic. There's so much research. Like I now want you to go check out Archaea. Archaea is the, the, not, a, not a bacteria, but another type of microbe that causes all the gas and bloating because it takes the hydrogen that, you know, the bacteria are making and they turn and then makes methane. And then people get gas and bloating and chronic constipation their whole life long. That would be really cool to try it with people who have chronic constipation. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Yep. Now, archaea is a class of organisms, correct? And then, yeah, it's not a bacteria. It once was thrown in there, and then they realize it's significantly different. It doesn't have that um, outer cell wall that bacteria have. And I kind of read. I mean, I got into archaea when I was writing my book on Shaga about ten years ago, and I kind of read it that it's like bacteria. Some are good and some are bad for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been on the earth since the beginning of time, and just when bacteria were there and it's um, very, very hard to destroy, but it's always living in the most dangerous places where, where normal bacteria could never survive, like at the bottom of the ocean or right on the uh, edge of a hot you know, volcano or something. So they, they don't, it's very difficult to get rid of them. I know that they um, grow if you feed them fruit, like that's their favorite fruit uh, food is fructose. So if you think this is a, you know, that maybe you have this problem, then going on off of fruit for a while, seeing if that gas goes away because you brought them down under control. But I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm so excited about this product because it's brand new and just the basics that I can see about it and already feeling it. I just feel it different in my body. Um, you know how you take something, especially if you're sensitive like I am, you can just say, wow, this is really doing something and I don't even know what yet. Uh, so I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to, start playing, you know, getting more feedback from people. And maybe um, it really would be good for people that have this archaea, the, the constipation caused by it. But I'll have to try it with a few more people and get some feedback first. 
Okay, yeah, please let me know anything you find out. And I'm always trying to just gather as much knowledge about this as possible and, and continue the research. It's, it's cool. I, I, what I love about it is it's silver, right? So it's, mm-hmm. this is a major element of our world. It's a major mineral. It's one of the major metals. And we need to know more about this. It's, it seems mm-hmm. like an obvious area of study. Well, so so basically, what you've done, what the scientists have done, is they've taken silver and when and the negative side effect it had was clumping together. Now they've coated it with the polysaccharides, so it's no longer clumping. So you get the real medicinal uses of silver finally uh, here in this day and age. It's taken a while to get here, but what about side effects? Does it have side effects when it's coated? Did you Great question. Me? I, you know, I've I've had people who who said. I think it did this. I think it did that. Or, you know, I had this kind of side effect, which is probably die off, which is, I, I would mm-hmm. suspect. But then like a week later, I'm like, how's it going now? They're like, oh, it's fine now. You know, so I'm suspecting it's a die off issue. It's rare even that I hear that actually. But every now and then someone will say, oh, the first three days. And I was like, oh, interesting. But then I've been like 10 days later, I'm like, how are, okay, what's happening now? And they're like, oh, it's fine. So that that gives us this idea. And I think we're, more and more coming to the realization that we're carrying a lot of anaerobic parasites, you know, for lack of a better term, virus, virus by the way, that's understood. (laughs) And when it, when they die off, there's a, there's a side effect. And generally what I recommend now is I'm, uh, this is pretty much how we start people on this now is if I'm going to take a whole group of people and put them on coated silver, it's usually with a cleanse and we're making sure we get the bowel cleansing happening at the same time. Because yeah. you, you've got to empty out and release and make sure you're doing those coffee enemas or enemas or saltwater enemas or something to just allow that channel for release of toxins. I just find that it's better to start people in that way. I don't, but you probably agree, I, I would suspect. Oh, I'm a big advocate of um, enemas and have been for many, many years, even with kids with autism. And so it was an important part of their, it is an important part of their protocol for helping them get well because they're poor detoxifiers and as many, many people are. So when you're starting on something and things are dying off in your body, you have got to get those detoxification channels open, which is again, why sweating, you know, for saunas yes. get in the yeah. summertime, getting out there and actually sweating out, you know, sweat. <laughs> yeah, we have, we, we're kind of, you know, we don't understand detoxification enough, I think. But that's, I'm really glad you said that because it sounds like this is going to start killing things you don't want in your body, including parasites, perhaps. And then, and then you've got to, you've got to, uh, and that's where the die off, uh, the problems come where you think you're sick. It's really just that you need to do that enema and then, you know, open up that channel, uh, detoxification channel, and fine, you're going to, now you're going to start getting the benefits, feeling the benefits. So where can um, people purchase it? And if you want feedback, do you have a place where people can write in and say, oh, well, my, you know, this did this and this did that. And I want to. Yes. Like, anybody can always send me, a, you can always send me an email at support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at davidwolf.com. That's just my name, W-O-L-F-E.com. And that's where we, we get a lot of feedback on all everything. Cause we have that email out there all over the place just so people can get back to us. And then I've been, I've been basically pretty much we there's the the coded silver.com site which is $150 for the 5 milliliter which is a cool site and 
and that's the front site. But then I, on my personal site, because I have all my other little health food things, that's where I have my shop.davidwolf.com. That's where I have like the coated silver at $137. So it's always a better deal. But then you also have my access to all my other health food, you know, goodies and my superfood. Chocolate, the sacred chocolates, chocolates. sacred <laughs> chocolates. And, and, uh, what are the other ones? The Andreas oils. I think, you know, Andreas and his wonderful cold. Those are great oils. oils. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And and the things over the years that, that we love and that, you know, we wanted to, to keep out there. So it's fun. I, you know, I've really gotten back into for a long time, Don, I don't know if you knew this, you know, when I was really big with Nutribullet and stuff, I got out of selling products and I was really doing a lot more just, you know, selling Nutribullet. And also I was doing just a lot more media and, mm -hmm. and, advertising products for other people and then just the last couple of years i just as fate and circumstance has it i got back into the products and i'm and so coated silver being the main reason for that strangely and it's mm. been cool and i've really been liking getting back into my old job well and this is a perfect timing it sounds like coated silver came out just when we need it and i, I really admire you david i I don't know if people realize this, but your Facebook has over 13 million people. That's a huge number, probably number one in Facebook out there in the world. But, you know, all along, I've known you for, first known about you and our, you know, our careers were taking sort of a parallel path and then our path then started to cross. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing what you've done. All the people that you've um, gotten excited about being healthy and wonderful products because you're so passionate about what you're doing. And here you are again, bringing something wonderful to the world. And uh, thank you very much, not just for the coated silver, but for all the work that you've done throughout your life. Thank you so much, Donna. I mean, the feeling is absolutely mutual, of course. And when I first found your body ecology diet in air one natural foods, at least 20 years ago, what a life changing event that was. And really, yeah, oh, that's really. Nice. And, and so many people who I've met over the years, you know, you, you're so adept and so good at helping people who are really digestively broken down or, you know, really deep into autoimmune troubles. Um, you're just so good at bringing them back. And I just super appreciate that about you. Mm, thank you. Well, I'm a big believer in fermented foods, and I hope everybody now gives Noni a try. It's a fermented food. Yes. And, um, just every time we get together, David, it's real special. I woke up this morning and I was in the best mood, and I thought, "Oh, today's the day I get the day I'm David and I are talking." And I, it's just fun. You're just a wonderful, fun person. So thank you so much. Sometimes Likewise. I get real nervous before these podcasts, and this time I didn't. I thought, "Oh, this is great. I'm going to talk to David." So I'm so anyway, glad you escaped you. California. I'm just so proud of you. It's Charleston's in. Is it in North Carolina on the coast, South, or is it South, South Carolina? Carolina? It's a pretty cool place to live. It's a neat place, and I will be in South Carolina sometime in 2021. So hopefully I get to stop by and visit. Oh, please come. Please. I have a whole entire top floor for friends to Yay, come and awesome. stay. So great. Thank you, David, once again. And thank you, everybody else, for listening, too. And so to buy the coated silver, they go to? Shop.davidwolf.com. Or you could you could find it by well I just, that's the easiest one you can always just go to davidwolf.com will eventually lead you there as well and my name has an e on the end of it so relatively easy to remember and then it's good to know about the other products too the oils Andreas oils are excellent too and if they want a little special treat some chocolate then it's good to go to the uh, that site it's fun <laughs> so, yeah and and yeah. you know what's cool about it too is it it's, it just allows 
for you know that this this core group that I've been working with for twenty something years to to stay in the natural foods biz, you know, because they many of the people that I that I work with have been with me for ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, twenty five years, and I just love giving them a job, you know, that they can work mm-hmm. at that they love because mm-hmm. otherwise they'd have to go into the you know work and do some Amazon job or this thing or something, mm-hmm. something else that that their heart really isn't in, and that's something I think that's really important is that when you contact me, my people. They love it. They love what they do. And I love them for that. It's so cool having a team like that. That's great. Well, thank you again. I, you're just, we're, the world's very lucky to have you. Thank you. Likewise. Thanks so much, Donna. Have the best day ever. Give my love to your whole family. I will. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Cheers.